Maybe maybe this is the perfect intro because we're talking about our insecurities and how to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 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 tough to talk about because I think we're all people of privilege. You know, we're all um, white for the most part, I assume. Uh, from all of you guys, I haven't gotten, uh, you know, records from you guys, but I assume we're all somewhat white. And uh, we all live a life of privilege. Um, and, yeah, so it's tough to talk about it. And it's very uncomfortable to talk about it. I just had a conversation yesterday with uh, my friend who's black, and that's the white thing to say, I suppose. But, you know, my, my friend who's black, we had a really, really good conversation about it. And, uh, like, just really opened my eyes to a lot of the things that he has to go through versus I. And he's being more open about it now because these conversations are more mainstream now. And, like, they're people are saying to have these conversations so he's opening up about it more so and i i really i really like that so, i don't know i'm i did hit record and i was just going to um edit it to wherever we want to start it but um i literally started before you said maybe this is a good intro so yeah we can start now i suppose yeah i don't know i don't want to like if we, i don't want to get into I think we all know where we stand. I mean, like personally, I think we all feel the same way. It doesn't matter what color your skin are, or your skin is, or what race you are. Like, I love everybody. It doesn't matter at all. Like, if you're a good person, you're a good person. If you're a bad person, you're, you know, in my opinion, you're a bad person. None of that, like, race is irrelevant. Um, this whole thing is pretty crazy. 2020 has been a crazy year. Um, I'd kind of rather just talk about the entire the whole the whole crossfit issue what's happening now in the in the, in the crossfit world because that's kind of what we're all about right so um what do you think is going to happen with everything there is that where we're going to start what do you want to start with the glassman thing first of all yeah i think yeah i guess i don't know and then i've just been watching every figure big name figure in that world rich froney and jason kalipa like every like like the original crossfit the ones who created this yep. um give their statement right i mean what happens now no one stands by what glassman said of course so i don't know what happens from here i think it's too early to to speculate but do we want to lay it all out there for anyone that doesn't know, or do we? Are we going to sure. assume that? Okay. Uh, no, I'll lay it out there. Rich, do you want to do it, or who, who wants to do it? I can. I would, I would say you, Ryan. You've probably looked into it the most. I've just read it, the tweet. I haven't done much digging into it. Okay. Um. So I have on my Instagram here. I'm going to my saved, and uh, I have a, a folder here talking about a. Here we go. So essentially, um, where did Greg Glassman's stuff start out? It it, it started with everyone was um, making posts about Black Lives Matter, um, and and most companies, especially in the fitness industry, were taking stances and uh, saying we stand with Black Lives Matter. We will do more um, to promote diversity and all that. And CrossFit was very silent for what seemed like a few days. Uh, and uh, everyone was waiting for some sort of response. And then their Facebook um, 
popped up with something that said something along the lines of, uh, we want to start a discussion and we want the community to do it, essentially. And that's all they said. They didn't say whether they support Black Lives Matter or they didn't, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, and they said, we want the community to discuss. And to me, it seemed like uh, a very easy way out. Something, not taking a stance for anything, just saying, hey, you guys discuss in the comments. Let's make it a cesspool of toxicity. And we're going to bounce and say we did our thing when really they took the stand of saying nothing, you know. And uh, to me, that when I saw that, I was a little disappointed. Then you go on to uh, the post. I want to – I have it here. Um, it's, I have Armin Hammer's uh, Instagram post right here. And he tweeted at uh, a study showing how fitness is related to poverty and racism and um, – and all this stuff and this data. And uh, Greg Glassman tweets at that thing after he uh, Crossley gets called out. And he says, it's Floyd-19, uh, COVID-19. And uh, he, if, you're, if you're a viewer on YouTube, you can uh, see it right here on the left part of the screen here. Um, and then, what, what was it, 14 hours later, the next day or something like that, he, uh, he said, you, your failed uh, model quarantined us, and now you're going to model a solution to racism? Question mark. George Floyd's brutal murder sparked riots nationally. Quarantine alone is accompanied in every age and under all political regimes by an undercurrent of suspicion, distrust, and riots. Thanks. Did you guys understand that tweet? No. The only thing not, not even a little bit. The only thing I understood from that was that Glassman also comes out that he's like anti-quarantine, like he doesn't believe in the coronavirus being a huge threat, because he says like your model forced us into quarantine, as if stating that like quarantine's bad, that we shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, which were, is a whole other issue. There's also there was also a, a Zoom call that that took place with Greg and uh, a couple of HQ staff. Um, this was I don't know, a few days ago. Um, and a bunch of affiliate owners. And in that, in that meeting, Mike Young is the guy, is the affiliate owner that's telling this story. He, um, he, he says that in that meeting, Greg says outright that um, businesses should have never been forced to close at all. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's no like implying that he was against it. He outright said he was against it. So, yeah, he said, he said, um, I do not mourn the death of George Floyd. Um, he, right. Yeah. I've also heard, so as soon as like quarantine started happening and businesses were forced to close, HQ has been doing Zoom calls with affiliate owners from around the world. And I heard word from one affiliate owner who was in a call and Glassman straight up said, like, this will be um, not word for word quote, I forget, like a paraphrase. Um, he basically said if he was still running his affiliate and he was being forced to close by the government, he would just black out his windows and keep running business as usual. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're, we're missing something else. I forget. Um, there, I think there's something, something else that we're missing. But uh, if, if it comes up, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, well, there was the email. Did we go to the email? Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, right, the affiliate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Um, there was an email where um, someone at Red Rocket CrossFit. Rocket, Rocket, Rocket CrossFit, yeah. <laughs> oh, Red Rocket. That's a, yeah. That's a dog <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Rocket CrossFit or whatever, um, they emailed uh, Greg Glassman talking about Black Lives Matter and um, and asking for a stance and essentially saying, like, your silence speaks very loudly, essentially, something like that. And uh, he responded very – I don't want to say hateful. I don't think hateful is the word, but he was very aggressive with the, the stuff he said. Um, do you guys – can you guys remember anything in specific that he said? I'm trying to find it here, but uh, well, he, he he opened he opened with clearly uh, the quarantine is affecting your mental health. Yep, that's what he opened the email, the email with. Yep, just yeah. a just a pretty um, in, insensitive and and uh, very unprofessional response to someone who's been paying affiliate fees for. That's the entire thing for me. It's like, it's regardless of, it just blows my mind, like how ignorant he is. Like, it's just like, regardless of what your opinion is, when you're that big and you can reach that many people and you like to say something like that is like, you, you can't do that. You just can't, you can't. It's just, I mean, whatever. Like he just made a horrible move. He's an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he, he has no concern for anything he's saying right now. It's it's absolutely bonkers what he's what he's doing. Um, is that it for Greg Glassman specifically? I mean, go through the you got a list there. Go through the, the names who have already either said they're cutting ties or what de, de affiliating whatever the word is. Like I I mean, there's been yeah. you know by the do you have a whole do you have a list there, Ryan? Yes, I do. Um, I'm currently Go. saving it all. So he here it is. We have – let me refresh this because I just added like three more. After, um, So we have Rory McKernan. We have uh, Lift Like Lindsay. That's a Lindsay Valenzuela. Yeah. Uh, we have – A log list. Um, we have Haley Adams. We have uh, – Noah Olson, we have Chandler Smith, we have Tommy Hackenbrook, we have uh, uh, Sam Briggs, Paul Tremblay, uh, Michael Vespa, we have Con Porter, Austin Maliolo, James Hobart, uh, that's big, because he's a, he's a HQ boy. Same with Pat Sherwood. I think we're mixing up a, the list here. Like I saw, like Hobart's put out uh, a statement saying like he doesn't agree with the sentiments for the statements Glassman said, but he hasn't officially said that like he's de-affiliating yet. And same with Hackenbrook. Like I would just list. I listened to Hackenbrook's video. And oh, like Rich Rich Froning there, went out. There's a two there's a camp of there's a camp of people which Rich Froning, Hackenbrook, Hobart. Who I know of, who are like, I don't agree with any of this, and I'm waiting to see what CrossFit says before I make a decision. And then there's the other group that's just like, I'm out right away. Yes, which is so, Chance, I mean, Noah Olson. Yes, what I'm, the the list that I'm going through, I I didn't, I should have specified what I what I was saving. Um, it's literally everyone who's denounced Greg Glassman, and then 
it, within those, there are people who are de-affiliating. Um, James Hobart owns a owns an affiliate, but um, he hasn't said anything. Um, Rich Froning has denounced Greg's, Greg Glassman, but he has also um, said that he's waiting. Um, and so there's it's it's right now everyone here I think for the most part is waiting. There are some people said that have said they're de-affiliating. Um, Rogue Fitness, Lin- Arm and Hammer. But Lynchpin is a big one, right? Because Pat Sherwood is HQ staff, first of all, and he 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 did say he's de-affiliating, correct? Yes, yes. So that's so that's a that's a massive one. Yes. Right. And then how about Reebok? That's Wait. obviously yeah. Yeah, Reebok has. You know what I mean? Like that's huge, isn't it? Like what? I don't know where this goes. Well, Re- Reebok said like contractually they're obligated to do this year's games, but then after that, like they're not negotiating; they're out after this year. And then Rogue has said the same thing. Like they're they're removing CrossFit from the Rogue Invitational, so it's just the Rogue Invitational. Um, and then they're they're unsure what they're going to do moving to the future. They, they love being the CrossFit's sole sole supplier of fitness gear but if like nothing changes and crossfit doesn't do anything about what's happened then they're out basically well it's the, well, still- the sport of fitness isn't going anywhere there's something's going to have to change i guess i don't know maybe crossfit isn't going to be crossfit anymore maybe whatever maybe it's going to be boss fit <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were we were talking about that um earlier we just didn't want to get too too into it because we wanted to save it for the podcast but uh, Rogue has said that they're done with the CrossFit Games after uh, this year. They have a financial or they have a contractual obligation. Um, and Rich Froning has obviously, you know, talked about it. I think that Rogue is gonna start their own thing, maybe in cohesion with Loud and Live, and then so you'll have the Rogue Championship, right? And Loud and Live, all of those events will qualify you. Maybe they take the top five from each sanctional. And then they have their own qualifier, like the Open, that qualifies individuals. And, you know, Loud Live can have sanctioned events just like CrossFit did. Um, imagine imagine the Rogue Regionals, and they just go go back to the, to yeah, the old it. old regions via Unreal. But I, I was I, I said, Miles, before you came on, like, you know, if, if they did take over, if Rogue was a big part of, a t- like, let's say, like, the new, uh, whatever you want to call it, like, company in charge, but... The, like you could no longer call the call it CrossFit, right? Unless they purchased the name, obviously. But like, I, I don't think Rogue. I don't think Rogue Fitness is a bad name at all for the sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like instead of doing CrossFit, you do Rogue Fitness. Totally. Whatever. It's fitness racing. It's functional fitness. It's whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't it's a name. But it's I like. Know, but, but like it. You know, it's still got to be. You're not going to call it the functional fitness games. No one's going to just. Yeah. It needs to be something catchy, sure. But I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. whatever. I think. I mean, the sport's not going anywhere. But I think yeah. the name CrossFit has been tarnished because of this, and it's bizarre, man. It just this keeps rolling out. It's something new every day. Like every hour, every hour right now. Today has been wild. Um, Rogue, Rogue, Rogue hasn't announced that they're stepping away from the games. They said they're looking. Rogue will work with the CrossFit Games leadership to determine the best path forward. We will fulfill the 2020 season for the athletes in the community. So there you go. I think they're in the same camp with like a lot of other people like the Rich Frodings, the Tommy Hackenbrooks, where they're like, we're denouncing Greg Glassman, like CrossFit, like you've got to do something like 
this is messed up. Like, this isn't what the CrossFit community stands for. Like, unless some major changes happen really soon, then like, we're basically out. Um, which is what I think a lot of, which is what a lot of CrossFit gyms are doing. It's kind of just like, okay, like they, they have to make a statement in the next 24 hours of something. And if it's not, if it's not the right thing, then it's see ya. And we've already seen a lot of people do that. Like we've talked about CrossFit or CrossFit linchpin owned by Pat Sherwood. Like he's already de-affiliating. Matt Chan officially like put in his resignation because he works for the HQ seminar staff. He's quit. He's leaving. Yeah. Um, which I think is a big one. Like he's been long time seminar staff working for HQ. So Jason Kalipa, I know you said that Miles earlier. Um, NorCal. Yeah. Uh, NorCal. Uh, Fast factory. Yeah, a, a really, a really interesting one uh, in, in the post that I thought was Con Porter's because, um, which goes back to, um, you know, we, we talked about like, you know, if Glassman, like in order for CrossFit to keep going, like with that name, you, you kind of feel like Glassman would have to like step away from it for people to like still be okay with it. Right. And Con Porter, you know, had said like, he he he's not even sure like going forward at this time if he feels comfortable competing in a sport that directly basically contributes to the to the building of a brand that doesn't align with anything that he believes in and you got to wonder how many how many athletes are just going to say like well i'm just you know i'm just not going to compete anymore in this in if this is what it's called uh, it might force you know, it might force someone's hand to do something else. Yeah. This year, athletes are like this year, whatever. It's a write-off. I mean, this year is already. Yeah. A gone show. Well, so we've, already had, we've had some major athletes already say they're out. So like yeah. Chandler, Chandler Smith is, he's like, I'm out. He's not competing this year at the 2020 games. No. Oh Olsen. wow. No. Oh, really? Has said he's not going to compete. There's going to be, I think, a huge wow. waterfall of athletes who are. Yep. Who are gonna say okay. like they're not competing this year? Yep. And right. and like when I'm trying to like my perspective, and I think a lot of people's perspective is like remaining like optimistic that like CrossFit's gonna do the right thing and get Greg Glassman like get him to step down, get like away from get away from it like I don't know silent owner where he doesn't have any say and like issue huge apologies and like start taking the right the right path. But like, but yeah, there are people who don't see that and they're already like, for them, for them, the name CrossFit's already tarnished and there's no coming back from it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's other athletes like Chandler Smith and Noel Olson posted the same thing on their Instagram. It's just a black thing or a black uh, photo that just says I'm out. Yep. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't, I didn't see those yet. Interesting. Good for them. Yeah. So, I mean, Ryan made this point that like, these are all Nike athletes and Nike's usually very proactive, uh, progressive company. So like, we wouldn't be surprised if all the Nike athletes all of a sudden just be like, I'm out, I'm out. Yep. And then my question would be, what, what does it take? what, What does it take to get those athletes back now? Like, does it have to be something totally different? Remove, remove Greg Glassman and I think you solve it. And if not, I I think Rogue could easily create 
the new the, the sport again with their own branding and everything would be back to normal. What about Nike? Yeah, yeah. Nike could be the title sponsor. It could be Rogue, the Rogue Fitness Games and then Nike presented by Nike. Dude, dude, Nike could just be N- Nike Games. Totally. Everything. Boom. <laughs> so, Dave, you asked what uh, Matt Parrish's opinion was? Sorry? Did you ask about Matt and what his opinion was? Uh, no, I said, uh, oh, well, I'm curious. To, yeah, well, Tia, like Tia put in her story. She's, you know, she's obviously taking some time. She's got, she's going to release a statement. Um, and she's not taking this lightly, obviously. Um, curious to her, hear her and Matt's, but I was just saying, Matt's a Nike guy as well, right? So yeah. that would be interesting to see what happens there. Well, so Tia's Noble, and Noble has denounced uh, Greg Glassman and all that. So we, I'm going to yeah. guess that Tia will fall in line somewhere with that. Uh, Matt Frazier uh, took two screenshots of uh, Jason Khalifa's post and uh, Rogue Fitness's post. And he says, changes come from action. Thank you, Jason Khalifa and Rogue Fitness, for being catalysts for change uh, and leading from the front. And so I'm sure he's coming out with the same, but I'm – you know, using context, we kind yeah. of know where he's going to go with his uh, yeah. statement. And uh, I, I truly think that uh, Chandler Smith and Noah Olson being the first ones to say, I'm out, I'm not doing this, I think is very brave of them. And I think it's a great thing that they're doing that. Because it is scary for those athletes who make money at the games, and this is their big thing, right? This is 100%. And uh, it takes a lot of courage to say, like, I'm out. Some people are going to hate me for this, you know, and uh, but I, I can't stand with what CrossFit is doing. Um, and uh, I don't know. I Just being the first to do it, I think, is, is pretty cool. I hope more follow. I'm going to guess Matt Frazier will drop out if I, if I had to guess, and, and a lot more. Um, unless I think they could come back. I think the season could be salvaged. If Greg Glassman gets kicked out, and uh, but I don't, yeah, I don't it's hard to say. I don't think he's going to. Other than how does that? Like, I mean, even if the season was there, how does I don't know? Like, whatever. You don't want to. It doesn't revolve around that. But I mean, the guy's been grinding for years, and he's yeah, right. Yeah. He's on the path to win another title, and then most of the athletes won't even be there. The years, yeah, this year's messed up. And. Dave Castro, I mean, he could get fired depending on what he says, you know. Uh, if he stands for sure. or against it, you know, I, I'm very curious. He's always slow with his words. He always, you know, takes right. some time before he responds. So we'll, we'll see. But um, Dave Castro has yet to say anything as of right now. It's 6 o'clock on June 7th. So. He's going to post a uh, fire hydrant. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Not fire uh, hydrant. So no I, I don't think there's an argument for like, like, like the point is that the, these there issues, is no. these, the yeah, issues, are, these issues are bigger than a sport itself. Right. So it doesn't right. matter what happens at the 2020 CrossFit Games if the injustices are still happening. Right. Like that's what the athletes are trying to say. Like, like if Matt Frazier steps down, he's saying I would rather not win my fifth consecutive CrossFit Games because I believe in these issues that strongly. And that's super powerful, right? Like, that's what Noel Olson's doing. That's what Chandler Smith's doing. Chandler Smith and Noel Olson are, I mean, well, I should say Noel Olson is full-time athlete, and he's saying these issues are bigger than my full-time job, which is super, 
Yep, but they're in response to Greg Glassman's ra- racist comments, and you yeah. know, and if if Greg Glassman wouldn't have said those things, they'd go to the CrossFit Games and they'd compete, even though all this stuff in the world is happening, they would still go do it, and hopefully they would use their platform to say something about Black Lives Matter. Which, which Noah was already being very progressive with. Yes. Before Greg's comments, mm-hmm. no, Noah was was definitely one of the loudest voices, I would say, on Instagram prior to this this happening. I agree. Yeah, Noah. Um, to me, at least, Noah is a great man. He he always says what's on his mind. He's always very open, and he seems to be on the right side of history for most things. He. He's doing the right thing right now. And uh, there are some people that have been silent that uh, I'm very curious as to why. I want to know why they're silent right now. So. It's early, man. I think people are just taking a minute to process everything. Like, this just happened. So. Yeah, I'm not like I, – I, I agree with that to an extent. Like, you know, some people – it's not easy for a lot of people to – a get in front of a camera and 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 say something or b you know find the words to you know you know they maybe they want to say something and they know it means a lot to them but they they can't find the words to get onto the paper in a 24-hour period so you know willing to give those people the benefit of the doubt um it's a big deal it's a big big deal for i mean not just crossfit but like you know the world like this is crazy times right now right like mm-hmm. and uh yeah i wouldn't mistake i wouldn't i don't want to make the mistake of misjudging someone's silence right now for with without without knowing what the reason is you know because it could be them putting in extra research extra thought extra mindfulness before they come out and make a statement and say something that they potentially regret or don't regret whatever later on so I agree. Yeah. That's uh that's a that's a big one there. That's gonna be a that's gonna that's gonna be a you know what's interesting about that one is I the 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 way I found out about that is um he he posted uh one of his posts was like, Oh, you know, I I've really been digging this jump ship training lately. And he like just started doing like a different brand, a different company's workout for the day. And I'm like, what the, like, what is going on here? Like yeah. Travis Williams is misfit through and through kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like for as long as I've known about misfit, Travis Williams has been one of their guys. And like, and then, so I, you know, kind of like, and then within, a, you know, the next day, I think is when it all kind of came out or whatever with, with uh, the text message or the, th- the thread, pardon me, that, happened within their uh within their team uh, group chat if, do you want to maybe you want to do you want to lay that out ryan yeah um the the jump ship training that you were talking about that's by um seth uh seth seth spencer spencer page um he okay. used to actually he was one of the owners for misfit i don't know how their ownership works but um he was okay. uh he was at misfit he was the head coach i believe um and he kind of ran everything and uh, him and Misfit and everyone else didn't really get along, or maybe he just wanted to go and do his own thing, and so he started jump ship training. So that's gotcha. the connection there, is you know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, thought were, I thought he was making a joke there when he said jump ship, as if he was like 
jumping camps. But no, that's literally the name. That's, that's actually the name of the new company. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's jump ship training. Yeah, he left Misfit and then jump ship training. I don't know. It, to me, that seems like they didn't get along. If he's going to name his company Jump Ship, as in. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, I mean, I I don't want to. I'll 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 read the. The text messages somewhat. So, uh, Misfit Athletics has a lot of competitive athletes. Um, and in this group chat, there were 15 people in it. I believe a few were coaches. So let's say 10 of the 15 were all athletes. And uh, they share their scores and whatnot. So they, they'll talk and talk about their scores, nutrition, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so here it is. Uh, in this thing, I don't know where this starts. Um, essentially, uh, Jessica Griffith, this is where it starts for me. It's from Chandler Smith's perspective. Um, it says, Jessica Griffith, uh, my N-word, that's what I'm talking about. I think he's talking to Alexis. Um, I forget her last name. It's Alexis MF Athlete. Uh, is her Johnson. Alexis Johnson. Alexis Johnson. Um, uh Kara Connors, please tell me you mean divide by four, LOL. And then uh, she says, OMG, dot, 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 in response to the, uh, the N-word text message. Uh, Jessica Griffith, LOL, yes, sorry, still taking a nap. Uh, Travis Williams, yeah, so 70, 25 carbs per truly. Um, they, they go on and they talk about nutrition here. I'm going to skip this. Um, yeah, they're talking about nutrition, blah, 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 blah. Um, Wow, they talk about the nutrition a lot. And then uh, and then Chandler Smith says, congratulations to her. I'd like to point out that Jess casually dropped the N-word here, and no one said anything, just like Trav and Tay high-fived each other when they went back on their word for Madrid. Y'all are, t- y'all are as toxic as you are fit, but at least you are mostly consistent in not ever choosing a harder right over an easier wrong. That's all. Back to fitness, back padding. Uh, uh, wow, Connors, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Carol Connors says, yeah. uh, that's what my OMG was directed to. Uh, Travis Williams, I'm too white privileged to see why that's offensive. You mad, bro? And then uh, Jessica Griffith, Chan Man, if you get mad at a white country, or country bumpkin girl saying N-word, we got a bigger fish to fry. Sorry you are offended, but it was by no means hateful. Big difference there. And then uh, and then Chandler Smith says, go try it out in Houston and report back. I'm used to all of this stuff so I can separate the people y'all are as athletes from who you are personally. But it's probably frowned upon in the real world. I don't try to convince folks of anything here anymore. I just exercise. He obviously is not happy with Misfit. Uh, Jessica yeah. Griffith, and if anything, a compliment, what Alexis did was completely badass, hence the N-word. Y'all mothers are cray when it comes to athletics. Uh, Travis Williams, Houston, it would be frowned upon. New York, different story. Okay. Uh, Brandon Luckett, uh, hey Chandler, I just wanted to let you know I love you. Uh, Alexis Johnson, this makes Brandon so uncomfortable. Taylor Taylor Williamson left the conversation. 
uh, Caro, uh, how about we all just stop being disrespectful and mindful of each other and our friends? Simple concept. Travis, literally, the only one that was disrespectful was Chandler. I just picked at it because I hate when people get offended for no reason. Uh, Dave, or Drew Crandall, um, as the resident adult who is sort of in this group and someone who grew up in the part of the country that was clued into that word not being okay roughly 150 years ago, I'm inclined to point out that ignorance, in fact, is not bliss. Things like this aren't magical, remedied with jokes, bravado, or deciding you understand something you couldn't possibly. The only move is to apologize. That's it. Jessica Griffith. Thanks, Dad. Sorry, Chan. Heart emoji. Okay, it makes it all better now. Don't worry. Uh, and then uh, Chandler Smith, all Gucci, promise I wasn't offended, was pointing out that there might uh, need to be some more care when using that one. Sorry if I disrespected you, uh, you Travis. See y'all at the games. And then he left the conversation from there. Uh, they, Travis Williams and Jessica Griffith. This is my opinion. This is not any of the only boys here um so don't lump us all in together but here's here's what i have to say about this and he, he has made an apology i don't care i do not care that he made this apology he is ignorant he is stupid same with jessica griffith um they they have a history of being dumbasses and uh i don't when everything started to get hard when they started losing sponsorships and people started dming them that's when they made the apology. They didn't make the apology when they were in a private group chat with their friends. They begged on him, on Chandler, and they made him feel bad for being offended. Okay? This, this is the ultimate white privilege you could ever see. And uh, it shows that when they had momentum, when they felt like everyone was on their side, they kept being mean and they kept being disrespectful. That shows that you are a bad human with bad morals. I do not approve of anything that they said, and uh, it, it really grinds my fucking gears when they make Chandler Smith feel bad for pointing out that they casually dropped the N-word. I don't like it. I don't like Travis or Jessica. I will have nothing to do with them. I don't care how much they apologize or they learn. They burnt my bridge with me, and I'm done. I don't care. Fair enough. It's it's interesting because um, I, had ne I hadn't seen the extent of that thread i saw what i saw was the piece from where travis talks about um you know are you offended whatever that that's where i saw and then i saw the last um text i saw was the jessica griffith one and that's all i saw so i didn't realize that this carried on and was like something that you know went on and on and on and then i saw you know travis's apology and this is goes back to what I was talking about earlier, people, you know, more, you know, either like finding out new information or doing more research or whatever. Um, you know, I actually, at the time, I actually thought Travis's apology was, I thought it was a good, like, I thought it was cool. I was like, well, good on him, you know, maybe he realizes he screwed up, whatever. And I think I even made a comment on, on his, on his post, just saying like, good on you, dude, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but, but after, seeing that or hearing that and that that was the context that it was in I, i'm in your boat ryan that's just yeah it's yeah it's not I, not I cool get it. people can say ignorant stuff and be sorry for it i get that 
But uh, when he got called out for it, and he had a chance to think about what he said and right. man up and say, I'm sorry, Chandler, I did this wrong thing. He's choosing to be ignorant. He's choosing to do the easy thing, which is to pile on Chandler and make him feel. He, he tries to. Ch- Travis and Jessica try to make it like they are the victims. How dare right. you, Chandler, for calling me out? Are you, yeah. And uh, I don't. Mul- multiple times. He, yeah. he, he, he apologized to them. Yep. Yep. Ch- 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 Chandler Smith apologized to them. Yep. That, that is. That is not right. Yep. And uh, I I hope nothing comes to them in the CrossFit scene ever again. I don't. I hope all their sponsors drop them. I hope they uh, get dropped from their teams. I hope they don't get to compete at the games ever again or whatever you know thing it is. If it's rogue in the future, um, I never want to see them compete on a CrossFit floor again. They don't deserve to. And uh, you know they they may improve as people and they may get to talk and learn and stuff like that but uh to me i will never show any ounce of support in anything that they do or if anyone's connected with them i'm i'm not i'm not going to support them so yeah it's quite right, disgusting. fair enough um <clears throat> conversely the um what's his, what's his name the head coach from misfit yes i thought i thought his video um was great beautiful um yeah, he clearly doesn't agree with anything that happened there, and you know he was he was even kind of called into that thread from what I understand from that video to kind of settle yes. that situation settle that situation, which is not something that he should be in, required to do. <laughs> um, it's just not really unfortunate, but good yeah. on good on him, good on him for putting that out there. Yep, I. Th- Honestly, I mean, in, and, in, and and good on him for uh, for booting two big, you know, two big names really for um, for that company. They, you know, brought a lot of attention to that company, um, but just you know, no, it was just black and white to him. There, there was no no coming back from that. So good yep. for him for for cutting them from the team. I agree. Um, the the whole video that he talks about, it's six minutes and 48 seconds. If you guys haven't seen it, just go to Misfit Athletics on Instagram and watch it. Um, Drew does he's a clear, fantastic job. He's clearly he's clearly very very emotional about it as well. He he's is. like visi- visibly um, visibly shaken, uh, like understandably so. Fighting back tears. Um, it's it's hard, and you could tell. He said, "Like I'm going to be reading from paper here." just because I'm very emotional and I want to make sure I stay on track. And um, everything he says is sincere. And, uh, yeah, much love to Drew over at Misfit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, we have, we've talked about Greg. We've talked about Misfit and that whole debacle. One thing, Chandler Smith, he's a, he's a class act. Un- unreal guy, right? Yeah. Wow. And uh, you, you can tell, you know, he's military. Um, and he always has the utmost respect for everyone he meets. Uh, he always um, does the right thing. And uh, he's been quite silent about a lot of this stuff compared to other CrossFit Games athletes in the space. Um, but I 100% understand because he has a job um, and the, the Army um, isn't allowing him to say everything that he wants to or can. Um, he even talks about it in his 
post um, of the I'm out, like, hey, like, I can't say everything I want to, but that's because of my job, blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah, he's he's been a class act through thick and thin. Thick and thin. Um, Rich Froning, we should, I guess we should talk about Rich Froning here. Uh, Rich Froning has uh, denounced CrossFit. He's dropping, or he's not going to drop out, but I assume if Greg Glassman does not um, step down, he will drop. Uh, he it, Mayhem, it'll just be Mayhem Fitness instead of CrossFit Mayhem, if I had to guess. Um, but there's a two-sided coin there where his CrossFit team event that he's doing is uh, is promoted by CrossFit. It's a CrossFit, not sanctioned event, but it's a CrossFit licensed event. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, at least, it has enough respect and it's garnered enough attention already that they could drop that and people would still see it as the affiliate cup for the year, you know? Well, so I, I agree. I agree on that. Did, but did they did they get that sorted out? Are they able to award the affiliate cup um, I, at that competition? I have not heard anything about that, but I, I don't see why not. I would, if I was the Crossing yeah. Games. Yeah, I mean, not that, it, not that it really matters, to be totally honest, but. Yeah, it, everyone will recognize it, you know. It's, if Rich yeah. puts it in his bio that he won this year, I'd, I'd say, yes, you did. You know, I wouldn't disagree. Right. Yeah, yeah, the format the format is very cool as well. So, yeah, the format is very very cool. Um, did you guys see Margot Alvarez's post? I did. How? Yeah, she she was done with it eighteen months ago. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, I did read that. Yeah, and she was uh, Margot was an L one staff as well. If you guys didn't know that. Yep, that's why it was so big. I that long ago. Does anyone remember exactly what happened? I forget why she walked away. Or no, they, they fired her? I forget. Um, Does anyone remember? I can't remember. At the time, I can't remember why. I remember hearing about it, and things weren't on the best of terms, but I can't remember exactly why or what she said. But I remember her making a post saying, like, I'm done with CrossFit HQ. I've quit my job, blah, blah, blah. Um, hmm. Which surprised me a lot because Dave Castro and her seemed to be tight. I always saw posts of uh, Margot and him, and uh, I thought they were dating. I didn't know that because he know, he do, doesn't talk about his family life, so I, I thought they were dating. But, uh, yeah, she made a post talking about how uh, – about uh, Greg Glassman's character. And uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was just interesting. I, I really liked the read. Um, if anyone wants to go read it, they can. But, uh, yeah talking about how he's a, a, a narcissist and a sexist uh, and uh, all that. It's it's a pretty good read, and it makes a lot of sense. The dots are connecting, I should say. So, yeah. The thing, the, one thing that I, one thing that I want to touch on quickly that I, that I, that I've loved hearing from everyone um, through this thing with Greg Glassman is that, um, you know, well, actually Arm and Hammer maybe had the best one-liner so far and his post just said this is ours meaning that mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter that w- if crossfit is in or out you know what i mean like yep. and everyone's kind of made that same sentiment that like this 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 sport truly belongs to the people the the affiliate owners the community the athletes the people volunteering at the events the judges the spectators like whether it's called crossfit or functional fitness or rogue fitness or whatever 
it doesn't matter. Like it'll, the show is going to go on. Right. Because like the community, the community, you know, it, it's what's driven this whole thing. It's what has made it what it is. Um, and I, I'd like to think that, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, I, I think a, a lot of things that Greg Glassman has done forever, you know, you, everyone's kind of looked at and just been like, well, that's just kind of, that's the way he is sort of thing. And like, so I think maybe this is, you know, maybe this is going to be a really good thing for this unnamed sport. You know what I mean? Like um, if we can get rid of a guy that owns a hundred percent of the, of the company that none of us align any of our values with, um, maybe it's a great thing to happen for the sport. Maybe we can get a fresh start here. Maybe we can, you know what I mean? Like I think the general consensus and again, not everyone, but like don't think majority of people liked where the sport was going on the competitive side. Um, and, and I just, I just don't, I just don't truly believe that he's a good person at all. Um, and I don't want to be a part, you know, like I've been struggling with, a you know, internal battle, if you want to call it that, you know, like I run a business that solely depends on a brand that I don't agree with at all. So what's, you know, and and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I haven't like landed on an answer, but what is, you know, what's my place in this? What do I do to be better for the community, for, you guys as my athletes for, you know, um, and I, I don't like, it, it's a trickle down effect, right? If that's, if that's the guy who is at the top of the food chain and then the affiliates tied to him, like, you just can't have that because like that type of attitude or that type of mentality will always, you know, leak into like maybe not everyone because we obviously don't feel the same way, but he's also never voiced that before. So we can't have we can't have someone in charge of it all, or in charge of it, whatever owning it all, um, that just doesn't align with the community in in any way. Like in any, you know, gym that I've most gyms that I've been to, I can't say every gym, but like, you know, it's it's very all very inclusive, very welcoming, um, and for him, when I saw that from man, like just br- just brutal just absolutely brutal yeah um, so, so i just i i just you know like uh sorry i'm just like a little emotional i guess but like i just really hope that like we get a a, a fucking a better start with with someone new like fuck that guy man yeah, to uh to continue with that like armin also put it i think in the way that resonated with me the most, he was like, we don't need CrossFit to do CrossFit. We don't need CrossFit HQ to keep doing CrossFit. And I've heard him say in interviews before where it's like, even if CrossFit HQ disappears tomorrow, like we're still going to our gym and doing yeah. and doing CrossFit, whatever it's called. Like we're 100%. still, still going to do 2159 thrusters and pull-ups. Like yeah. we're still going to do rowing intervals. Like, and, and thinking, like he's totally right. Like when they changed, when they changed things, for example, with like the CrossFit games where they changed the open 
like at our, our our community with undefeated like we had a big thing with friday night lights and like people everyone would show up to friday night lights and be a huge community event and then they changed the open and they changed the regionals and we were like oh like is this still going to be successful like like hey like i guess we still put it on and see what happens and we put it on and people still show up and they're not showing up because crossfit hq is running the open they're showing up because it was undefeated is doing a workout we're doing an event everyone's going to be there like let's go right and what then is, what is what COVID-19 thing like affiliates were forced to close and then as soon as we reopened every class has been full for the last week right tomorrow Which, every class is full what did what did CrossFit HQ have to do with uh with the competition you put on in the winter time zero right yeah we didn't even call us the we called it the no. undefeated open yeah yeah, like that best competition I've seen in our city ever, maybe, right? We don't like you don't need the corporation to for the community to be at its best. So it's good. Yeah, and like it goes back to like exactly what you said, Dave. Like it's it's not about CrossFit HQ, it's about it's about the community. And like sure CrossFit HQ started it and like got the ball rolling, but like we don't need them to keep the ball rolling if they don't want to keep it rolling for us anymore like that is one of the things that i loved about crossfit when i first found it i guess was just like how positive it was and i try really really hard to be as positive as i can i really believe in that and it's just the community in general is just it's like like dave said i mean um, i went to i went to rock and it was just super welcoming um off the hop any gym i've gone i went undefeated super welcoming everyone there was like we go to Unleashed and we'd introduce ourselves, um, talk about ourselves, actually get to know the people that were there, like actually connect with the people. And it promotes health and fitness and longevity and like all these positive things. It's it's an incredible movement, an incredible thing. It's very powerful. And it's just unfortunate that the man at the top of it all is, is an, a negative individual. So I think if we can remove that, I mean, there's, it's an amazing, an amazing movement, an amazing thing that we, the people have. And I think it, it'll, it'll prevail. It'll continue to grow and it'll just be something else. It's going to be fine. For sure. This community isn't going anywhere. You know, Greg Glassman may go or he may stay. Um, and either way, uh, a positive change will happen. Eventually people slip up and eventually people make mistakes and Greg Glassman has made his mistake and I think it's his final mistake because whether or not he leaves CrossFit um, and he gives the reins to someone else, uh, it's over for him. Like if he doesn't give up the reins, CrossFit's done and Rogue Fitness will join or, uh, or he leaves CrossFit, the brand stays, it takes a hit and uh, the CrossFit games keep happening. Um, but under new control and hopefully um, goes in a different direction, right? And uh, one thing that I, I was uh, thinking about earlier today, uh, just about how fake Greg Glassman is, these past couple years, he's really pushed for the whole inclusivity and wanting more nations to uh, come right. to the CrossFit Games. It yep. wasn't because he wants to give more opportunities to more athletes of color and let them compete. He wanted to open it up so that more affiliates would open in other countries and he would make more money. It was never about inclusivity of the individual. It was about lining his pockets with money. Um, right. 
and uh, you know it just it goes to show these his past few comments um, it, it proves true and uh, he's he's a hypocrite he's a uh, he's a bad man you know and uh, it's it's just crazy it's our CrossFit world right now is absolutely crazy and uh, I think only good will come out of it right now um, when the dust settles I think our community will be really strong to be honest I think I, I agree. I agree, Ron. I think I think I think the amount of negative attention that he's brought to it is going to in turn create a more positive atmosphere um, in the space when he's gone from it. Yep. Like and, and more and and more and more awareness of just yep. of, of the issues at hand. Like, a, yeah, it's just it's just it's crazy how things work sometimes. And like, if, you know, if this is what we needed to open our eyes within the community, then maybe this is what we needed, but yeah. good riddance to them. I agree. Yeah. I think that that's the, like, that's the place the discussion needs to go is like, how can we now as people who I would say were pretty big influences in our, in our respected communities. And like, how do we, as people who want to see change for the better, like how do we act now? Like what are the steps that we need to take? Um, and I think being silent isn't isn't the option. So like it's as simple as just giving a good positive voice and being like we won't stand for these actions. Like looking up how we can support like other people, other affiliates, other communities, and um, yeah, yep. sitting sitting around doing nothing is not gonna not going to make any change. No, I agree. It, it's interesting though, because you know, a lot of, like you guys said, like, uh, and I, I don't mean to sound insensitive here, but like it can kind of be misconstrued where, you know, especially these days where everything appears to be happening on Instagram, you know, someone, someone could be doing great work, um, to help, to help the, the black lives matter movement. Right and may choose to cho maybe choosing to not be blasting it across their Instagram. They could be doing it in their daily routine at the gym, you know, at the supermarket, whatever it might be, volunteer work. Um, and they don't care to post about it. And I don't think it's, you know, I, I agree. Bringing awareness to it is great. Um, but acting, acting on it is, is, uh, is where the difference is is going to be really made. So, so. 100%. You can talk about it all you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you don't vote, you know, and you don't try to get people who are actually going to change, then it, nothing's going to happen. So, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Anything else? I don't have much. I'm sure the second we get off, something else will drop, but that's fine. Um, yeah. No I think, yeah, that was good for the podcast, but while we're all here, how's everyone doing, boys? It's been a while. How's everyone doing? Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I mean, it's just it's a weird, it's a weird time, right? Like, literally, like, had a, you know, a pretty, had some work to do today, but generally a slow day. But like just, just can't stop looking at my at my phone, right? Reading all this stuff, just like over and over. it's like what, like what, 
just in, I'm still honestly just in disbelief. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Yeah. Like, and uh, I'm a, I'm actually just like, you know, I'm like, it's not that I'm not forming opinions. I'm like, I guess I'm constantly forming opinions as new information comes out, but like, very interested to see what's going to come of this. Like, because I, cause I just have no idea what to think. You know, like I, if Greg Glassman owns 100% of CrossFit, like how does, who, who goes to him and says, like, we need you to step down. He'll be like, he could, he could just be like, fuck you. Like you're fired. Yeah. Kidding. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I just don't, I just don't know how that plays out. Yep. I think, I think it just turns into the rogue fitness games. If he doesn't step down. Rogue, Rogue will do something, or someone else will. Loud and live. I mean, I mean, Rogue. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to see it, like, and even, even like, like I said, like Nike, if they, if they cared at all to even get it, like, yeah. just something to, something to get it. Like, I remember when, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the, all the firings happened, and they were doing the, the like the podcast talking about like the mass, like exit from. HQ and all the staff got fired and stuff like that. How those guys were, were talking about like, um, like the media staff, um, you know, said like they were, they were so close to landing major, um, like coverage deals with like CBS that like CBS sports was going to cover like the regionals and the games and like, and they were so close and then, and then they blew it up. Like, and then that was like, you know, like, within weeks of like having these conversations, Glassman came in and was just, just flipped it upside down. Yeah. And, uh, if, if, you know, for the sport to become a sport where people can aspire to, um, do it for a living and potentially for it, for it to even make sense to attempt doing it from a young age, you have to, um, and as far, and I'm talking on the competitive side, I'm not talking about the, fitness and health and yeah. wellness stuff i'm talking about as a competitive yeah. sport um you need yeah. you need major major yeah. sponsors title sponsors to have to have uh the, the money for, for the athletes to make any money right like the athletes that are making money for a living right now have had to basically grind themselves to dust to just to, to earn those sponsorships. Right. Whereas like in the future, like if, if it could get big enough, like, and, and, and what I mean by that is like, so right now, if you were, well, actually, if we, if we go by open stats, rich in 2017 in the open, what place, what place were you in the world? 720th. Something like that. What about oh, 2000? What about 2018? 264. Okay, so Rich, by their standard in the open, Rich was the 264th fittest person, fittest male on earth. How much money did you make that year from CrossFit, Rich? 2018? Yeah. I think I, think I won CrossFit, so I got like 200 bucks. How much was the entry fee, though? Probably like 150 bucks. Okay, so you're, you're probably about negative 500 on the year with entry fees. So that's pretty good salary for 264 third best crossfitter in the world what how much do you think you'd make if you were the 263rd best football player in the world 
be well there's 30 teams yeah i'd be on our starting roster somewhere so i'd probably be making at least a million bucks there you go right so like that's what i'm saying like <laughs> for for the sport to become so legitimate like to the point where you know kids growing up are like man if i could just make it to the league i could get a million dollars a year like just make right. it in, make it into the league i can make a million and then i'm then i i can make a living i don't have to worry about you know have an agent trying to get me a supplement sponsor and trying to get me, you know, hopefully a Zevia, you know, sponsorship that can pay me 20,000 or whatever it is. Like it could just be a sport where it's like, if you're good enough, there's a, there's a, there's a job for you here, but you can't like the way, the way that CrossFit is structured currently, that is impossible. Yep. So, so. M- maybe this is the chance for, someone like a nike or a rogue or you know someone willing to put some money out and that's willing to say that the games and the competitive side is important to fuel the health and fitness side which is what greg was saying was not the case which is bullshit in my opinion which is absolute bullshit the games all of us got into crossfit because we saw youtube videos of people doing crazy cool shit meaning the competitors Right. We didn't we didn't uh, hear about this fun uh, 6 a.m. class with uh, Grandma Nancy and so and so. And we're like, oh, that sounds like a wonderful hobby, you know, like. Yeah. The, like elite elite sports will always fuel the grassroots. Always. Yep. Kids grow up playing football, playing hockey, playing baseball because they idolize the superstars of the game yeah right yeah. and that is no different in crossfit you can't you can't tell me other if the crossfit games disip, if the crossfit games completely disappeared and you took out all competitions i guarantee you that crossfit as a health and fitness um regiment would die out in no time i mean i totally agree with you um, it's the same reason, like, if you look worldwide, like, which countries dominate which sports internationally, it's because in those countries, there's superstars to look up to. Like, there's, like, in North America, it's all, like, what is it, the big four, big five? Um, but, like, overseas, like, North America doesn't, North America doesn't compete well in sports where there's no heroes to idolize. Like, right. we're not, we're not great at certain, like, I don't know, whatever. Pick a, pick a sport we're not good at in North America. And it's because kids in North America are watching LeBron James and they want to go play basketball. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with, like, it's making me question, like, 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 what am I chasing right now with profit? Like, with all that's happening right now, like, if shit doesn't change, like, do I want to pay $25 and do the open and support Greg Glassman? Like, why, why yeah. would I do that? Like, why would I pay that guy more money? Like, what am I trading for? How are affiliation fees? 3,000 American uh, for for American affiliates. It goes goes up every year. And it's it's locked in. Like, as soon as you affiliate, 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 as soon as you become affiliate, 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 (laughs) sorry. Um, Affiliate. Like, it locks in. So, like, the very first CrossFit gyms, are still right. paying their original fees, which is like under a thousand dollars. But now it's up to like five thousand Canadian a year. Um, right. 
but yeah, it's like back to like, I don't know. I was thinking about it and talking about it today with Ricky. It's just like, what, like, I'm pro like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to Dakota games this year. Cause I'm not comfortable. What, even if we're allowed over the border, like, I don't know if I want to go to the U S in the next couple of months. Don't blame me. So like, and if shit with this Glassman thing doesn't get settled, like, am I doing the open in October? Like, I, I, am I okay just like, you know, maybe maybe I scale back my crossfitting a bit, focus more on my own personal development, no. and no, 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 like, no. I don't know, do things that are more fun. Like, what am I stressing about doing the open for if the open's not even gonna happen? Like, I might as well like, sure, I love doing fitness, and I'm still gonna crossfit because I love crossfit. Like. Right. Why am I going to grind myself to the ground five days a week, three hours a day to not compete? Like I might as well just, like I can just do a class or do a 90 minute session and like go ride my bike for an hour, like go do a triathlon on the weekends. Like I can still be an influential person and promote a healthy lifestyle. Right. Not, but not CrossFit. I mean, I love competing in CrossFit. Don't get me wrong, but if it's not there, then. Well, I that's doing? what I mean. But, but that's what I mean. It's, it's going to be there and we want it to be there. We we just want it to be there, yeah. in a in a better in a better way. Yeah, if if it's, it's the sport like competing and CrossFit too has been and none of you guys can deny this has been a huge driving factor in all of our lives. Like I literally wake up every day and like it's like my purpose. It's why I I wake like my most of my life a lot of my day revolves around my training time or whatever. And it's, it's, I mean, it's huge. This is, that's huge. And competing and doing well in competition is fulfilling to us and is part of how we identify as an individual. So, I mean, if you lose that, I'm not going to deny that, that that's, that would hurt. Like this is, I don't know. It's something that's, I think very important to all of us. Yeah. And it's not going to, it's not going anywhere. Like there's too many people that love it way too much yep. that, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's there, and there and there's enough now. There's enough other hands, uh, or p other people with skin in the game, if you will, um, that can that can make it happen. Whether it's Rogue, whether it's Loud and Live, whether it's yep. Nike. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, Nike Nike's not dumb. Like they've been making Nike Metcons for a reason for the last ten years. Yep. Like there's some they know there's something there. Right. They would they wouldn't just make a shoe for a specific thing for no reason. Yep. The, um, Rich, the don't like if you don't want to do the open, don't do the open. Um, but I think you're a great competitor. And if you want to keep if your heart's still in it, you should keep training because Loud and Live will have their qualifiers. Obviously, it didn't happen this year, but they were going to have an, a second qualifier for Granite Games, Newsberry Park and, uh, you know, forget the Mayan CrossFit Championship and uh, all those. Um, so, you know, there's there's two essentially opens this year, or next year, the IOQ 1 and IOQ 2, and then the Rogue um, qualifier, which I could see if they decide to do their own fitness championship where the Rogue Invitational is now the one and they partner with other competitions to sanction events, um, you know, for their Rogue thing. I think I think something could work. I, I truly think um, you could see by next year, next August, instead of the CrossFit Games, we're seeing something else. We're seeing the Rogue Championships, and uh, there's there's the sport is not going to stop. And uh, I think we'll all be training in six months. Hard. Yeah, 
I think it's exciting. It's cool. It could be a great new beginning. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited. I'd like I'd love a I'd love a season with some more with some more structure to it than what's currently happening, to be honest. So Yeah. Like last year was just like we 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 looked at the timeline, Dave. Like there was like a ten month period where it was just like nonstop. It was like, okay, another competition, like, oh yeah, another qualifier, oh another competition. When am I gonna take a like, couple weeks off? What I liked about regionals too was like everyone did the same workouts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was like here's the same workouts. It didn't all the regions are gonna do them. Man, regionals was better than the games. I'll I will forever say that. Regionals was regionals was the best. My favorite weekend of the year, whether I was going, competing, watching, staying at yeah. home, watching, whatever it was, it was my favorite weekend for CrossFit of the year, or favorite three weeks of the year, because you got three weekends in a row, man, of w- watching the same workouts. It was just, it was epic, man. It was. And each each week builds off of the next one, right? Yeah. Hundred like, percent. Not yeah. only do you have the the specific things of like I've been watching. I'm working on a Brent Fukowski like little documentary thing that I'm editing together right now, um, and I'm going through his history. And uh, with it, I've been watching all of the Can West uh, regional stuff, and uh, it is incredible watching Mitch <laughs> go head to head with Lucas Parker in 2014, and Mitch oh, yeah. cannot take his eyes off of Lucas. It is kind of creepy. Like he's he's literally just staring at Lucas and like going when he goes and it just it's it's hilarious. Um, but you have these like storylines in each regional of the Mitch and Lucas or the Brent Fakowski coming back from the strict handstand push up twenty one fifteen nine six three uh, workout uh, yep. and him him get, getting so close winning the chipper right and then he has one event left with the pull ups and overhead squats and he fails an overhead fails squat, and if he would have gotten it. He would have made it, right? Um, and every year Matt. there was like a redemption of like, oh, 2015, this is Brent's year. He's been working on strict hands and push-ups. But guess what? They're deficit this year. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> and then, you know, he misses the games again because of that, right? And yep. uh, each year it built off of each other. And it seemed like the workouts, as regionals history went on, they built off of each other almost. And you saw that with, with a lot of the workouts. Um, yeah. which I thought was really, really cool. And then each region, they have the same competitors most years. So you you build these storylines throughout those, right? The, yeah. The, um, I don't know, Velner and Rival- Frazier, you know. Or Rivalries, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Froning and Panchik, right? Well, that, that region, that regional, you know, when there was not, when there was only two or three spots, right? There was Froning, Panchik, Holmberg, uh, Dan Bailey, uh, like that region, like it was just insanity. These guys battling for Nick Urankar. For, right. A, yeah. There was a year where, well, before the rule at regional was if you had a previous games champ in your region and they took one of the three spots that they would add another qualifying spot. Yeah, so right. there, was, there was like two or three years in a row where, where Froning and Holmberg both took a spot. So then there was two extra spots. So five guys were going out of the Central East. Yeah. Right. And one year, all five of them finished top ten. I was going to say, so, and it wasn't okay. it wasn't like it was undeserved, yeah. Froning, Hol- well, actually, the one year they gave Hendren a special invite 
and people were pissed. And then Hendren took top 10. And so Castro was like, that's why I gave him a special invite. So it was, it was Broning, Holmberg, Marcus Hendren, Dan Bailey, Scott Panchik. Yep. Like, and they all finished top 10 at the games, all out of the same region. Yeah. Um, the Central East isn't that big either, you know? Yeah. And then Alex Anderson when Right. For a couple years. Yep, it's it was a stacked region, and that's what was kind of exciting about it. And that's what also made some regions stinkers, you know. Some, yeah, like, like the men's Europe for a couple of years there were was pretty boring. There wasn't a whole lot coming out of there. Like you had perennial games athletes, but then when they went to the games, they didn't do anything because they were qualifying through not the greatest, you know, things. Or even uh, the Africa regional. Um, I remember like those guys, and they just you know, never really did much. And I get it. Like the sport of CrossFit there hasn't developed a whole lot. So they just need more time. But, you know, you had regions that didn't do well, but, um, the, I, we're, we're getting a little away from Dave's original message here about regionals, the, the stakes, right? The stakes were so high and you can go back and watch any documentary on any of the regionals. The stakes are always high and it always went down to the last workout and it was always emotional. And, uh, like, it was if if you wanted to test who's the best, it was regionals. Like go look at who had it when they needed to have it, and it, man, like you you can talk about any region. Do you guys have any memories of that shit? Well, I I always say this because like the, the, one of the reasons that I love regionals was like when when you went to regionals, if you made it to regionals, you know there was so there's 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 40 guys, right? 40 guys, 40 girls at regionals. Like if you even qualified, there was a good chance that in your mind, you were like, you know, I think I could get it done this year. Like I could, I could, you know, if you weren't, if you weren't a, like a, a, like top guy, you could still think like, man, I'm, if, if they, if they, the workouts roll out my way, I could maybe slip into that fifth spot. And I bet you about 30 guys of 40 probably had that mindset. Whereas when you get to the games, you already made it. Like, I think those, the guys who get to the games, most of them know they can't win. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like the games becomes this thing of like, it's like a, it's like a, yeah, we're just going to, I'm just going to enjoy being here. Whereas regional is like, I have to get to the games. Right. Um, and then once you make it to the games, it's like, ah, I just kind of, you never saw the, the disappointment on people's faces at the games I felt was so rare compared to the disappointment on people's faces event to event at regionals. Yeah. Like you would see, you would see 10 times the emotion at regionals that you would at the games. Because at the games, if you were 30th, you were like, well, I'm 30th. Uh, who cares? I got 30th, 10 more 30th events. best. Yeah, thirtieth in the world, like whatever, man. It's yeah. all good, man. I'm here. I'm a games athlete, you know. Like that's what it was, and like regionals, it wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, if you finished tenth at regionals, no one cared. No, <laughs> no one knew who. No one. No one knew who you were. Yeah. Like when I was going to regionals in 2017, I was like, I was very like, I don't know, just wasn't thinking about it, uh, like winning or like going to the games because like I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm not that good yet. Like, there's no way. And then Chris McLean told me like two weeks out, he's like, he's like, you could go to the games. I was like, what? And he was like, this was before the workouts were announced. I was like, what are you talking about? There's no way. And he was like, dude, you never know what's going to be programmed. He was like, it could just be six workouts that are right in your wheelhouse. 
like one rep max clean and like some yeah. heavy some heavy front squats like there's nothing overhead no strict handstand push-ups like it could come out of the hopper that are just all in your favor and you just somehow do it and i was just like that just fired me up so much i was like you're yeah. right like i i could i could do and then, it and then work <laughs> and then and then work out one you get strict handstand push-ups in a weight vest yeah i was like oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sick. All right, guys. I got. I got to take lunges. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I got. I got to jump off here, guys. But um, that was fun. Yeah. And uh, don't worry, yeah, guys. Was... I'm, not, I'm not quitting CrossFit anytime soon. I'm just having. Like, there's just no competitions coming up, and like, it's beautiful outside. I'm like, why am I in the gym for three hours? Like, I just go like go for a run. Like, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Feel feel free if you need if you, if you need that for your yeah. brain, then then do that, man. We need to do a lot of like self led triathlons this summer. Like my buddy, my well, my swim coach Kevin, like is planning on just going to the events, like the parks, and just yeah. doing the triathlon, even though there's no triathlon. And we'll just do the swim, we'll do the bike, we'll do the run, and just nice. have a barbecue after and call it. Cool, dude. I did I did trip three the other day. Wait, how'd it go? The five day, dude horrible like i'm like i'm like a kilometer in i have this stitch in my ribs like in my side i'm just like, battling it the whole time like the, the, just like this mental crime 5k i'm like uh just like a 24 minute 5k dead dead what was your time you need to do some more of that like 39 minutes like super slow that's so good that was slow for for miles it was, it, was slow. it was slow for miles because, uh, Rich I mean, beat me. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Rich Froney was like a 38, 30 and he walked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you were, you, everything was fine. The row was fine. The double unders were fine. You literally like a 24 minute 5k or 20, 24 minute 4.6 K is just too slow. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. It's all good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shook over it. We're good. We're running. We're having fun. We're getting fit. I felt so good today, man. Nice. I felt so good. The bar felt good. Those burpee box jump overs felt great. That erg work felt great. Good. Um, and 19.3, big, big progress yeah, getting... on that, man. Finished push-ups, so good day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, boys, I got to jump off. got to go. Yeah, sorry. Right. Good, ch- good chatting. Yep. All right, have a good day, guys. Yeah. Good day. Talk to you guys later. See you guys.